0: Welcome to Recovering Minor Child. My name is Kuan Saluja. Today's readings will all come from Melody Deities, the language of letting go. Owning our power. There is one feeling we need to pay particular attention to in recovery: feeling victimized. We do not need to become comfortable with that feeling. How do we feel when we've been victimized? Helpless? Rageful? Powerless? Frustrated. Feeling victimized is dangerous. Often, it can prompt us into addictive or other compulsive behaviors. In recovery, we're learning to identify when we're feeling victimized, when we actually are being victimized, and why we're feeling victimized. We're learning to own our power, to take care of ourselves, and to remove ourselves as victims. Sometimes, owning our power means we realize we are victimizing ourselves, and others are not doing anything to hurt us. Wow, that is an interesting one. Uh, you know, I, I had an incident recently where I realized nobody was doing anything to me except for me, uh, that actually might even have applied to my work day today. Anyways, rereading that line. Sometimes owning our power means we realize we are victimizing ourselves and, and others are not doing anything to hurt us. They're living their lives as they have a right to. And we're feeling victimized because we're attempting to control their process or we're unreasonably expecting them to take care of us. The latter is what happened there. We may feel victimized if we get stuck in a codependent belief such as, other people make me feel, others hold the key to my happiness and destiny, or I can't be happy unless another behaves in a particular way or a certain event takes place. Other times, owning our power means we realize that we are being victimized by another's behavior. Our boundaries are being invaded. In that case, we figure out what we need to take care of ourselves to stop the victimization. We need to set boundaries. Sometimes a change of attitude is all that's required. We are not victims. We strive to have compassion for the person who victimized us. Hmm. Thinking about some of the people. You know, it's just, it's, it's so much about expecting perfectionism from yourself than you expect perfectionism for others. If you expect humanity from yourself, you know, that I will make mistakes and other people will make mistakes and that's okay. So we strive to have compassion for the person who victimized us, but understand that compassion often comes later after we've removed ourselves as victims in body, mind, and spirit. We also understand that too much compassion can put us right back into the victim slot. Too much pity for a person who is victimizing us may set up a situation where a person can victimize us again. We try not to force consequences of a crisis upon another person, but we also do not rescue that person from logical consequences of his or her behavior. If there is a part that it is our responsibility to play in delivering those consequences, we do our part, not to control or punish, but to be responsible for ourselves and to others. We try to figure out what we may be doing that is causing us to feel victimized or what part we're playing in the system, and we stop doing that too. We are powerless over others and their behaviors, but we can own our power to remove ourselves as victims. Today, I will take responsibility for myself and show it to others by not allowing myself to be victimized. I cannot control outcomes, but I can control my attitude toward being victimized. I am not a victim. I do not deserve to be victimized. The next reading, Wants and Needs. Part of taking responsibility for us means taking responsibility for what we want and need and knowing that's okay to do. You know, such as like, okay, I need to go to sleep now. I got to go. Man, his codependency just can just touch every aspect of life sometimes. Wow. Learning to tune into us, learning to live listen to ourselves is an art. Wow. Learning to tune into us, learning to listen to ourselves is an art. It takes practice. We can use our ability to guess what others want and need and apply that skill to ourselves. What does it sound sound like we might want and need? What would we guess would help us feel better? What are our feelings telling us? Our body, our mind, our intuition. If we ask, then listen closely. We'll hear the answer. We're wiser than we think, and we can be trusted. What we want and need counts. It's important, and it's valid. It's okay to learn to participate in meeting our own needs. We can learn to identify what we want and need and be patient with ourselves while we're learning. Today, I will pay attention to what I want and need. I will not discount myself. Finally, appreciating our past. It is easy to be negative about past mistakes and unhappiness, but it's much more healing to look at ourselves and our past in the light of experience, acceptance, and growth. I think this is a really interesting thing, is just mistakes are an opportunity to have experiences, to accept where I am, and then to grow. You know, once you know better, you do better. Our past is a series of lessons that advance us to higher levels of living and loving. The relationships we entered, stayed in, or ended taught us necessary lessons. Some of us have emerged from the most painful circumstances with strong insights about who we are and what we want. Our mistakes? Necessary. Our frustrations, failures, and sometimes stumbling attempts at growth and progress? Necessary too. Each step of the way, we learned. We went through exactly the experiences we needed to to become who we are today. Each step of the way, we progressed. Now, I'm going to stop there. It just reminds me of like You know, I think the way I was raised was there was always this implication that there was this age that you had to learn something, and then you couldn't make mistakes, so then you don't try. And it's like, no, you can learn at any age. You can start at any age. And I'm a fast learner anyways. So it is crazy sometimes about the way we view mistakes. Each step the way we learned. We went through exactly the experiences we needed to, to become who we are today each step of the way we've progressed. Is there a past mistake? No. The only mistake we can make is mistaking that for the truth. Wow. So what happened in the past does not define me today or in the future. Today, God, help me let go of negative thoughts I may be harboring about my past circumstances or relationships. I can accept with gratitude all that has brought me, all that has brought me to today. And that concludes this episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Sillajit reminding myself to pause, because that's where God is, to feel my feelings, and to love myself.